0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fans from the Stands, episode number 11. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host, Mickey, along with my co-host, Ivan. Hey, everybody. Uh, so this is, well, I'll just, it's Wing It Wednesday, by the way, for those uh, paying, th- for those uh, listening at home. Uh, we're going to wing this episode because we've tried to record this episode three times now.
1: Yeah, um, we tried to record it at the Rogers center on Sunday and the sound system is just way too loud.
0: Yeah. We were like, we had the mics like close to our face and still couldn't. Pick well, it and up.
1: and I couldn't hear what you're saying. So it's like, you're talking and I'm like, I don't know what he's saying right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just make something up as I go along. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We tried recording live from the Rogers center. That was kind of fun. Uh, too bad it didn't go anywhere, but yeah. And it's funny we say that because one of the one of the complaints I've seen recently is that it's too loud at the Rogers Center. Yeah, you can't you can't chat with anybody. No, it's 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 like you know you go to a restaurant and you're trying to have a conversation with somebody, but the music's like too loud. Yeah, man, do I sound old now?
1: <laughs> Turn <laughs> down the
0: music. <laughs> um, and we and we try to do it. We we golfed on Monday. We thought we might do it then, but then the round was pretty fast, so we didn't get a chance to do it then. So now we're. Where we squeezed it in today after yeah. a disappointing slow pitch game yesterday. Yeah, it was disappointing. But yeah, we it gave was, it
1: our best. We yeah, we gave it our best, and uh, yeah, that pretty much knocked us out of the
0: championship game. So, <clears throat> but hey, I, I thought we I thought we played well overall. Uh, so the last time we chat we chatted, uh we were we've gone I think Ivan you said before the podcast we went we've gone ten and six since 10 and six, third.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh a big part of that was David Schneider being called up. Yeah. And really contributing to that especially that series in, in uh, Boston.
1: Yeah. He uh he just came on and, and just all he did was hit.
0: He went on a little bit of a, a slump since then. Well, uh, this is from August sixth. Hazel May tweeted: "David Schneider is the only player ever with nine hits and two home runs in his first three major league baseball games."
1: Yeah,
0: pretty crazy. I mean, the amount of players that played major league baseball. Um, yeah, so they went ten and six. They won. Uh, they swept Boston. Took two out of four with Cleveland. Uh, then we then we visited. The Rogers Center, where yeah. we were starting to think we were bad luck. Yeah, because uh,
1: yeah, they, they didn't—they don't win when we're there, but fortunately <laughs> we, we fixed that on the Sunday. But We did.
0: Uh, I'll say thanks to you with your uh, good luck with the uh, Dalton Varshow.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so let's, on, uh, on
1: Saturday let's... we were at the Jose Bautista level of excellence game. Yeah. What did you think of the ceremony?
0: I, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't tear up. Yeah, uh, it was pretty. Um, they did a really good job, motion wise. They did show, you know, the the bat flip heard around the world. Yeah, they had all the former teammates. Some you kind of laugh, like <laughs> it, it, some you kind of laugh at, like Ryan Goins. Oh, I guess Ryan Goins and Justin Smoke, and then they had Adam Lind. I don't know. When I think Jose Batista, I don't think Adam Lind. But
1: yeah, not neither do I. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't, but the weirdest for me, I don't know what you think, but the weird I think the weirdest player they brought back for the ceremony was Melky Cabrera. Yeah, wasn't he like a J for I don't know, like two three seasons? Minutes?
1: Yeah, like two seasons, and it wasn't like it was a lackluster couple of seasons.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, anyways, I thought it was kind of odd, but they had Dwayne Murphy. For me, I think the biggest ovation, other than Jose Batista, and I don't think what your thoughts are, but was for John Gibbons. Yep. And Cito Gaston.
1: Yeah. Pretty John, crazy. John Gibbons got a huge pop like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think see, he's such a likable guy, right? Yep. Whether you liked his decisions as a manager, um he was always good for a good laugh, lean back Gibby in the clubhouse after doing interviews and just so laid he's, back and he does his podcast which is really popular, so. And he's he's, he's down to earth. Yeah.
0: Really I think I think I think what you see with Gibby in, in like on screen is exactly what you get in real life. He's yeah. No nonsense. Kind of here. I'm going to tell it like it is type of guy. Yeah. So the biggest ovation I think was, yeah, for him next second, I think was Cito uh, obviously the biggest was for Jose Batista, and it was pretty interesting to see him, him tear up. Yeah. I thought they yeah. did a, yeah, they did a really cool job. So we were out in left field yeah. uh, about what three rows up from the, from the fence.
1: Yeah, we were like, well, actually, because the weird the way the rows kind of were, we were almost the second row behind the second uh, row.
0: Yeah, that's right, because it kind of we were actually
1: row three is our our row, but because the row one ended just over, um, we were actually the second row from the wall. So,
0: and we got there, we got there just in time to see that in practice. Yeah, and just too late to get a bobblehead, which I guess was people were waiting since seven 30 in the morning to, to get a bobblehead. So
1: yeah, we just kind of sauntered in after, uh...
0: <laughs> after that, which was great. I mean, yeah. I didn't need a bobblehead yeah. and uh, yeah, I got a, I uh, got a, a home run runoff uh, for batting practice off my, off my shin. Yeah, <laughs> Went off your foot. I didn't see it. I didn't, I, I don't know what I was. I, I think I was two beers in or three beers in at that point, And I don't know if went off a finger or I don't know, maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but the ball hit my shin. That being said, the day after Ivan did catch a ball from, uh, like the bullpen catcher or someone, really, someone throwing the ball out to the right fielder. Yeah, so yeah.
1: that was cool. I gave it to the kid who didn't even say thanks or anything, and <laughs> didn't say thank you at all. Felt like grabbing it back and giving it to another kid that was punching thanks. him in the
0: face. <laughs> uh, so, what did what, you think of the ceremony? You asked me, what did you think? Yeah, I I thought it was it was great.
1: Um, yeah, like it, there was a lot of emotion in there because. I mean, as much as people you love him or hate him, Jose Bautista put Toronto back on the map in terms of baseball. You know, he took the team on his back in in 2010. You know, grew the interest in the in the game again, and we haven't looked back because that's when the Rogers Center started to get full. It was still kind of empty in the 2010, 2011, 11. 12 area, but like once. But it was right. it wasn't the barren, you know, like twelve thousand fans, fourteen thousand fans. We were at least they were getting like twenty, twenty-five.
0: I think you're I think you make a great argument to the fact that I think I think you could argue, I'm sorry, that you could say Jose Batista might have saved baseball in Toronto. Yeah. Because people forget, you know, late two thousands, early two twenty tens, it was sparse. Yeah. In Rogers Centre, and we're talking like ten thousand fans. Like it was starting to get to the point where it was like Montreal Expos territory.
1: Well, if you want to, if you want to see what it's like, go look at the Jose Bautista highlight reel from his two thousand and ten season, where they show all fifty four of his home runs, yeah. and you will see how empty the upper deck is. It's completely empty. Yeah. And down the foul lines. So as you're getting close to the actual outfield wall and down the foul lines, it's dead empty. Yeah so, so
0: he he brought baseball back in toronto yeah um sure wasn't jp richardi that's for sure
1: no so he <laughs> he he more than deserves to be on the level of excellence i i totally expected that to happen i'm glad it happened yeah and he looks like he's in fantastic shape
0: yeah i, I was kind of hoping he would dh yeah for the jays <laughs> one more time he was signed for that one-day contract so why not um they had a little spot uh so they had a you know, as a, you know, typically if you're like looking at like knights or olden times, they'd have the swords raised above your head and you'd walk through the swords kind of thing. Well, there was like, it was like that, but with bats. Yeah. Lining kind of like an entranceway for with bats lined up. So you had to walk through these like lineup of bats anyways. So they had that set up at the, at the Toronto Blue Jay dugout. So, so the, the guests would walk, you know, walk up through the, like almost like a red carpet kind of thing. But they also had a circle of bats an area in right field and you want to describe what that was for
1: well so that's where this the family kind of stood to uh watch the unveiling of his his name on the level of excellence yeah but oddly it looks like the exact location he was when he threw the ball to nail billy butler
0: at uh at first base base. from the outfield yeah I, i i don't think that was insignificant i think that was i think that was purposely made uh, it was pretty pretty awesome to see that the that Roger Center was full yeah. for the whole ceremony. Uh I uh yeah, I was I was touched by it. I thought it was Jays did a really great job. Um so now that leads us to talk about who's next. Yeah. Who do you put up who's next in the and I'm not gonna do what you know, the guys on At the Letters podcast said and nominating like Thomas Hatch yeah <laughs> no it's pirate and they're they, they, their argument was it doesn't really matter there's no set standard who cares you're just honoring a player i i disagree i think it means something i think you think the same thing yeah so uh,
1: in terms of players and i, I know we kind of talked about this yeah, um, yeah in terms
0: of players i think
1: encarnacion right could be could be one of the guys because he was he was there for a while he Put up a lot of home runs, a lot of RBIs, and he did a yeah. lot for the team as well. Um, who who do you think? I know who you think.
0: Uh, yeah. So I think if we're talking players. I think Tom Hankey. Tom Hankey. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, for me. Is Fred McGriff up there?
1: Nope.
0: He'd be a possibility for me too.
1: Yeah. I yeah. got.
0: I, I have a few players. I think that it would. I, I just think I think we take Tom Hankey for granted.
1: Yeah,
0: um, he was a closer to just when the, that closing role kind of started. You know, that yeah. one inning relief guy. Trevor um, Drift maybe, but
1: and then of course we've got the voice, the nasally right. voice of the Jays. <laughs> get up, ball, get up.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Buck Martinez. I think I think we both agree that um, yeah. he should be up there. I, and I would do it. I'd like to see them do it next year. Yeah. And to that to that end as well, I would say uh, Tom Cheeks already up there. But what about Jerry Howard? Right. I mean, growing was, up, it was Tom Cheek and Jerry Howard. That was yeah. that was a radio broadcast team. So I would I would consider Jerry Howard too.
1: Yeah. Nothing, and,
0: nothing saying you can't do more than one in a, a year, right? But yeah.
1: And and I'm thinking because well, if you look back at the history, I think a lot of them were inducted two people at a time. Right. So I could see that happening, and I think maybe they're just—I think you wait and see what happens with Buck. Like if he re-signs to come back next year, if this is his last year, or like I, I don't really know what his plans are. Maybe they wait till he retires.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. It'd, it'd be nice for him to be still around, so you you know, celebrate him. Celebrate him exactly. Like it's—he's yeah. He's been a huge part of this organization. That's a—it's very rare, right? They have a guy that's except for maybe um, Bob Uecker. Uh A guy that, I don't think Bob Eker didn't manage though. So you had a guy that's been your, been a player, been a manager, been a broadcaster. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing.
1: And people don't realize that he was a, he was a broadcaster, like going back to the days of TSN and it's like, he's been broadcasting with the Jays for a long time.
0: Yeah. He's been a huge, yeah, he's been there. Yeah. He's been there forever. Yeah. Um, He's and yeah, he's and he's a great ambassador for the Jays. Yeah, personally, uh, he's also managed Team USA in the World Baseball Classic, the one the year they won actually. Um, yeah, I like to see I like to see Buck up there. Yeah, and like I said, I think Tom Hankey's is a deserving deserving applicant. Joe Carter up there, he must be up there. Joe Carter. Yeah, Joe Carter's up there. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we 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 got the, what we you know, a little bit late in the season, but we finally got the chance to see the Rogers center. What are your, finally got to see the renovations firsthand. And what did you think? I
1: I think it looks great. Yeah. There's so much more life in that concourse now. And
0: yeah, it's, it's wide open for sure. It's
1: wide open. I love being able to see into the uh, bullpen. Like when we were watching Jordan Hicks warm up, like seeing that 103 from so close, that was unreal.
0: You yeah you, you get a real sense because you're so close to the action or so close to that bullpen you get a real sense of what hitters must have to face or like what they see when they're up at the bat like that was ridiculous
1: yeah like we like were we were what maybe like twenty feet away from from the yeah. bullpen
0: and the, like you blink and you miss that pitch I don't know how anybody hits 103 miles an hour like, it's yeah. just uh, is just insane yeah I went to see Jordan Hicks we saw the we saw Eric Swanson warm up because well you do why. <laughs> um so swanson was warming up uh yeah jordan hicks unfortunately the, f- the first game we saw in the f- 12th they lost by four i think it was a double by uh bellinger wasn't wasn't bellinger
1: no i um swanson
0: dansby swanson Dansby swanson that's right and he crushed he crushed a home run
1: yeah he smoked on one. that was upper deck.
0: Yeah, for the first the one he, he fell off the pitch before yeah crushed the, crushed the foul ball i don't know if he threw the same pitch but he crushed the second pitch too yeah <laughs> uh and then on the sunday we watched uh 11 to 4 dome was open that day actually yep. it opened up on the 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 saturday too yeah as the game was starting yeah, that was pretty cool i've never seen i've never been there when the dome was actually starting to open which is pretty cool
1: which and it's fast to open now like i remember it taking like a half hour for it to open supposed, but to, minutes, yeah thing was open
0: i think when they first opened it was it was taking 45 minutes for the dome to open now it's pretty Pretty fast, um, yeah. We watched the game on Sunday as well. They won eleven to four. And uh, Ivan, I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due for this kind of winning streak the Jays are on because uh, Dalton Barshow got hot and Ivan called it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I just kind of said, I'm like, we need show to get hot, and while he was at bat, and he smoked a home run.
0: <laughs> Promptly smokes a three-run shot or two-run shot. Was it two runs or three runs? It was a free run, three run home I run. think it
1: was a 3-1 because he got a 5-RBI day that day.
0: Yeah, that's right. He was uh, pretty awesome. Great game. Great win for the Jays, winning that one 11-4. I thought – I think it'll be insane when the playoffs come to Toronto and you have that bleacher section behind the bullpen. Yeah. Because now you're getting a real sense. When you're there, you get a real sense of how close it actually is. And it could be uh, – it's got to be a little bit intimidating for warming up for a relief pitcher.
1: Well, even before they made, they made those renovations, um, the bullpen, because they would have like the fans in the, in the stands behind them, which they weren't that close, but they were saying that when they were sitting up on that perch, that they would get hollered at and yelled at. Now they're going to be warming up and that's what they're going to get.
0: <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, we we saw most of the, I think most of the ballpark. We didn't go up to like the fifth fifth deck. We didn't see like the, core, the, the corona
1: rooftop patio. Rooftop patio. Yeah,
0: but uh, we saw a majority of the stuff on the first and second levels. I, I I a lot of the views are fantastic. That porch that the porch they have in left and left and right field is pretty awesome. It's a great that's a great view for a ball game. Yeah, if you want to stand there, have a drink, and watch the game. Uh, I did find. There's a lot of options for beer, yeah, and alcohol. Not so much for food, right? You know, like you really. We, I think we were looking for a hot dog at one point. We had to walk like half a mile, <laughs> but we could have stopped anywhere and got it. Well, that's that's not true. I think like I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. If we if we wanted something like a little bit non traditional, we could have stopped and got like sushi or something on the on the way. But yeah, um, if you want just a hot dog, you have to walk like half a mile to get a hot dog. But if you wanted alcohol, it was pretty, uh, pretty close. Did, and uh, I would recommend if you're the, if you're at the Rogers Center and you get a chance to go to that uh, that pay in what was it called the
1: the the yeah you pay when you go in well you, you swipe your card it's I don't even know what they call it
0: pay in pay in play or pay I don't know. Yeah. You, you basically you 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 tap or swipe your debit or credit card for like I think it's a twenty five dollar deposit deposit yeah and then you. Pick. Then you go in there. And you basically pick whatever you want. Then you walk out, and it's automatically charged. It's supposed to be, yeah, automatically charge your credit card. Now, mine did. It did. Yeah, mine, mine, mine. didn't. Yours did. So go you got a free beer. I got a free beer. Nice and peanuts. <laughs> Six dollars peanuts. <laughs> Six dollars peanuts. <laughs> but they were free peanuts. Yeah, mine. I, my beer.
1: Well, that was the big, big honk and almost a liter of beer. that cost me seventeen
0: dollars, yeah. but it was worth it. Yep. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't charge my credit card. Nice. Yeah, we, we got away with one there. Yeah. Uh, so then the Jays. Uh, yeah. After, I, well, so what was I saying about the yeah, about the stadium? I thought I, my that was my only criticism was like, yeah, to walk a mile to get like a hot dog, and the prices are always outrageous. But yeah, I'm kind of expecting that until I saw what stadium they did, they just show on Sportsnet that for twenty bucks you get like all this food.
1: I don't know, but I know that some stadiums have some really nice deals.
0: Yeah. It was like 20 bucks and you got like nachos, uh, pretzel, a hot dog, a pop. Like it was just ridiculous. 20 bucks in Rogers Center, you get a bag of peanuts <laughs> and a beer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, uh-huh. What was that? Our, our hot dog deal was what? Like $20 for a foot long and a, and a tall yeah. boy
0: of beer. Tall boy of which is. Uh, I I can't imagine being a family and bringing kids and then like there's a there's a on the second game there was a family that sat in front of us from I think I'm assuming from Chicago or the Chicago area yeah. it was why they had four kids yeah older teenager I think two girls and one of the, the oh the, and the young boy we get the ball to we didn't say thank you yeah imagine bringing them and they were getting like ice cream popcorn I'm like man the money you must be paying just to feed your family my god yeah but in any event um any other thoughts on Rogers Center the new Rogers Center
1: no I, I i like it and i'm really looking forward to them redoing the whole bowl part next uh next off season
0: i think uh that'll be a huge huge difference right like the seats facing the seats facing where they're supposed to face and yeah the infield um so the jays are like we said the jays are at a bit of a i want to say not a hot streak but a warm streak at least yeah they've some won some series they took two in uh i want to say philadelphia yeah they won both in, no they won one lost one in philadelphia should have won could have won both it's, cincinnati they won two to three could have won three at shutout in that first game yeah they won yesterday
1: and they won yesterday
0: So what I liked about yesterday's game watching the highlights today. Cause we we're, or why I watched the end of it uh, last night, but this team seems to fold when like things go wrong. Yeah. They give up a lead. They tend it's kind of like our slow pitch team. <laughs> when things go wrong and things try to get bad, we kind of like tend to like not play as well as we could. Yeah. And I find that's the same with this team. If they blow it, we blow a lead in the sixth inning, it's tied. Odds are we're going to probably lose it in the eighth or ninth. Yeah. But yesterday's game, we blew the lead, and off really. And I watched the replay of uh, Yumi Garcia's uh, fastball. It was in a. It, it was just a good hit. Like he, yeah. he was a pitch, a fast, ninety-eight mile an hour fastball in on his hands. He's able to pull it down the line. Then you just tip your cap and like, good job.
1: Yeah.
0: But they actually they came back. Yeah. And won the game. So impressive. And tonight they're down one nothing. And it's what the fifth inning? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah bottom of four. Oh, top of five. It's still one nothing Baltimore. Yeah. A lot of game left. I think I think they're gonna win this one too. I hope so. And, well, I'm sure Chris is hoping they win one they get uh <laughs> the Kiermar needs a hit. And <laughs> Gosman gets two more strikes.
1: Yeah.
0: Or <laughs> strikeouts. Uh, let's talk about the resurgence of Yusei Kikuchi. Yeah, he's he's been one of our
1: brightest spots in the uh, in the rotation this season.
0: Is it is it almost fair to say that he's our best pitcher? Could very well be. Like, could you imagine saying this? I think we said this last podcast. Imagine saying this, you know, a year ago. Yeah, like Yusei Kikuchi would be our. And didn't you put a didn't you put a bet on he'd be a Cy Young award winner?
1: Yeah, I said he would be a, yeah, I said we'll put a little bit of uh Pete Walker dust you, on. No, him but didn't
0: it. you like didn't you put like a uh like a bet on that? I thought you said you put like a five dollar no, bet on. No, but oh, was
1: didn't. there there was like I don't bet. I don't I don't betting. Oh, okay. But yeah, I I like I see the the things that they're
0: yeah <laughs> okay yeah i thought i thought you'd actually like put like five bucks on him as a sign i'm yeah. like my god it might come might actually come true yeah that'd be hilarious It'd be a sign Award winner. be yeah he's pitching uh, out of his mind and i think he's he's the one who's not putting a lot of people on base so he's he's kind of picked it up where alex Mano, Alec manoa has kind of faltered yeah now speaking of alex manoa for those who aren't aware um he was designated for assignment so sent, sent down back to triple a hasn't gone
1: no he's still in toronto which lends me to believe that his issues are mental more than physical okay and they're keeping him in toronto because there he can actually work without being out invisible to people right
0: right so you Stuff. think it's so you think it's mental i think it's mental really because eh? they were shown his um his last outing
1: um, they were showing the differences between his slider um, from earlier in the season till now, and uh, and it's got bite now. It's it's actually doing what it's supposed to do, which is that, you know, that sharp break downwards and in on lefties. And, um, and he wasn't getting that earlier in the season. It was just like a wide, sweeping, angular kind of motion, which would take it right into the bat path or righties. Right. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. And maybe they're just keeping him around, and they're giving him his work. Like he's probably got, he's probably got some exercises that he's doing to try to like, you know, keep fit and keep active. And they're maybe waiting for something to happen to another starter or whatever.
0: I I still think, and I'll say this till he fixes it. I still think a part of it's the pitch clock. Yeah. Um, I think his conditioning needs to be improved, but. Who am i to say anybody's anybody's conditioning should be improved <laughs> um we're we're back with bobuchet i don't know if i think he was injured when we talked on our last podcast yeah. he just he must have been because we, it was a trade deadline had passed um bobuchet is back from his tendonitis in his knee seems to be okay yeah
1: i knock on wood. of course
0: like you're, you're like focusing on his knee right when he, every yeah. time he runs or takes or stops. for me it's when he stops like I just saw him uh, going to third base on today's game with when uh, Vlad Guerrero hit a base hit and Bo was on first. A little not I don't want to say gingerly, but he, he's a little soft, I guess, stopping at third. But and that might be physical and it might be
1: mental for him, right? Because he yeah. knows he knows he doesn't want to blow anything, right?
0: Right. I think I think his injury is going to be lagging uh, for probably the rest of the year yeah um just something he's got to deal with and they'll, they'll deal with their replacement their trade replacement for bald
1: <laughs> lasted 18 days
0: <laughs> uh yeah 18 days at uh was it was he two for 43 or something yeah. he was horrible just great defender yeah and he was designated for assignment and he was picked up by the san francisco giants Yep. And what did he do today? His first at bat as a Giant hit a home run. <laughs> Can you believe that? Uh, Two for 43 with the Jays. Goes to San Francisco. First at bat. Hits a home run.
1: And you know what? So San Francisco needed a shortstop because I think Brandon Crawford just went on the IL. Yeah. So um, he wasn't going to get at bats in Toronto with Bo being back.
0: No. No, so you, I, you, you couldn't have that liability too, right? You can't yeah. have a guy who's two for forty-three going up to you. Just you can't not in the playoff race push. Yeah,
1: because I mean the reason they got him is because they didn't trust that Espinal would be a good replacement, yeah, offensively and defensively. Well, you got the defense, but you didn't get any offense whatsoever. And they they probably said, well, we'll just roll the dice with Espinal if something happens to
0: Bow again, right? There's an article. I don't know if you saw the article this this week posted about what are the what's the issues with Vladimir Guerrero.
1: I saw quite a few of those actually.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, this is this is like the top eleven or ten things that's wrong with Vlad Guerrero, which um, I couldn't even name all the issues they they said it was, and they, it came down to everything from new Rogers Center to injuries to. I don't, do you think, do, do you think there's anything wrong with Vlad Guerrero? Well, he, he took a day off because his finger was bothering him. Right.
1: And who knows how long that's been nagging him. And it's on the hand that goes right on the knob. Right. Right. So if he's unable to hold the bat properly, that could affect your swing. I mean, if you're not swinging the way that you want, you don't feel comfortable holding the bat or.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's a good point. I don't, cause I don't think. I mean, I, before I thought it was his knee or his wrist that he was having issues with, but he won a home run derby. Yep. So kind of kibosh that whole thing. I thought, I thought for sure that the home run derby was going to catapult him to like a really strong second half, but it just seems his power. Like when you see him lace balls, we live. Yeah. Like those are rockets.
1: Yep. And he still uh, he still got really good exit velocity, average oh, yeah. exit velocity. He's still in the top, you know, ninetieth percentile for all of yeah. those things.
0: But he's just not producing the home runs that I think, or the power that we've, you know, that we had that one year when he had forty-eight home runs. Yeah. So the question, I guess, the question is, and it's probably fair to ask this towards the end of the season. Is this is this the Vlad Guerrero that we're going to have? Is this, or is the, the one that we had, that hit 48 home runs, is that, is it closer to that one? I don't know. But
1: they, they have to do something. Their, Their hitting coach isn't doing his job.
0: I agree. I think, I think, I think people made that argument for like two months ago. Yeah. You know, it's time, time for change there. I mean, when you're batting. What are they batting in that runners in scoring position? It's not atrocious. They yeah, it's miles. atrocious.
1: And and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I don't know if you heard about a little bit of the controversy about the hitting coach tweeting No. four minutes before um first pitch. No. So he's he's um he tweeted he's he's actually being kind of active on the political end of things. Um okay. making some pretty like extreme uh suggestions and extreme viewpoints which is fine I mean he's he, everybody's got the right to their own opinions and their own political views um, but the fact is that he's doing these things just before a pitch when you would think he should be focused on get your head game in the games yeah get your head in the game
0: you're you have a job to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine if it was I or you working our, our regular our job? Yeah. And then our our employers, because really he's working. Yeah, it, he's like working regardless. Regardless, if it's about to be first pitch. He's working. Like there's he's from the time he gets in the clubhouse to the time he leaves. He's he's yeah. he's on the job. He's on the clock. Do you imagine if me or you did that? Started tweeting yeah. political stuff. Like first of all, I can't. Uh Second of all my boss would you know it'd be it'd be a huge issue yeah i'll tell you right now that would it would stop then and there but
1: yeah no i mean you, like that's when you need to be looking at pitchers plans of you know approach and and that's when you should be talking to your players i mean
0: you, you can't tell me his job has been so great that he can <laughs> take time to yeah. start tweeting about political stuff yeah yeah that's uh that's ridiculous um but on, on more on a more positive note, our bullpen is probably the best in baseball. I would throw our bullpen up against anybody.
1: Even with the ERA hit that Manoa has given the team. Yeah. The team ERA is the best in majors. Not just the AL, the Major. best
0: in the majors. Like when you think about it, even like and I think it showed last night, right? With the yeah. versatility of this bullpen, which is, you know jimmy garcia who's now getting days off because there's so much um so many more options i guess that's the best best way to put it
1: and options that you can trust
0: exactly that's what i mean right like it's not just yeah. uh not just okay we'll throw this guy out there and, and 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 hope and we'll just put zach pop out there and hopefully he gets three outs yeah no it's guys that we know they can get three outs um uh, so garcia-
1: just hit a home run who did santander that
0: is that 2 nothing now? Yeah. Still a lot of game left. Yeah. Um yeah, so you know, you have Garcia and then throwing 98 because he gets days off. You have like last night you have Trevor Richards who's become lights out. Yeah. Um Jordan Hicks, Eric Swanson, Romano. Who am I missing in there? Like Maza. Oh Gar Maza, yeah. And and so here's
1: the thing, right? We were lefty game- from Game and there's a, a tough spot where they had guys on base and you needed to get you know a couple of outs, and that's when I like I texted you. I said it's nice to have Mesa to be able to pull him in yeah. in high leverage situations like this instead of being a filler because
0: or he has to he has to face that one that you you have to hold him until yeah the, the, those lefties come up in the eighth and ninth inning because you want you got to save your lefty reliever but now we have Genesis Cabrera yeah who's now become a useful weapon against lefties. Now you can throw him in the fifth or sixth yeah. against a tough lefty lineup, and then you know save Maza for the end, towards the end of the game. Yeah, Um I think it's that. Yeah, like I said, the bullpen is just lights out. Their staff, the starting rotation, it's fantastic. If we only had some offense.
1: Yeah. So starting rotation, what do you think of Ryu since he's been back?
0: He's my. Number one starter for a playoff game. Yeah. And then I'm throwing Kikuchi after that or Gosman.
1: And we were, we were actually blessed uh, to see him live. Yeah. Which was, and awesome. it was,
0: it was, yeah. And then we, I forgot to mention this when we saw him live, it was we were like, oh no. Cause it was two nothing, like right off the hop. Yeah. It was off. Uh, it, was in, it was on 200 runs. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of a, kind of worrisome, but he looked great. Yeah. He's like, he's not, he throws what, 90, 89 yeah. tops? A lot of, but his curveball is at 67. Like, that's ridiculous. But so that makes his fastball of, look that much faster. Yeah. And his break, the break on it is just like insane. Yeah. But it was really interesting. It's fun to watch them like warm up from like there's <laughs> the, the, the guy that's helping them warm up is standing on the foul line in left field and Ryu's like in center. Yeah, just tossing the ball back. It's just long toss
1: at like 200 feet.
0: Yeah, Um, pretty, pretty, really, really really interesting. So yeah, I would say I I don't know, I don't know. I maybe trying to to, maybe kind of jump the gun there with Ryu starting, but he'd definitely be in the conversation if he continues the way he's pitching. Why do you not have him start a playoff game? Uh, I guess we should go around the horn. I think with that yeah. all Bluejay we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we can. So, <laughs> 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 I think we all know where, where this is going. Yeah. Well, the biggest story in baseball has got to be Wander Franco. Yeah. And so, uh, do you want to talk about what's happening, or do you want me to? Yeah, a,
1: I could. I can kind of wrap right.
0: things up. Um, so he's a a, pervert, wrapped up.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> young. Young female fan posted uh, pictures of herself with Ron Franco's, you know, chain and his it's basically it's, it's a mess. Um, so there's allegations that he had a inappropriate relationship with a 14 year old. Um, so when that came to light, uh, the Rays put him on the restricted list, which is um, something that the team decides. And uh, then they started an investigation, um, but we just found out yesterday that Major League Baseball put them on the um, on the administrative leave uh, now. So that means the league has basically dictated
0: that was actually in conjunction with the Players Association.
1: Yeah, and that's with the uh, that's due to their domestic violence their and sexual, sexual abuse. And yeah. yeah,
0: what do they call it? it? Was it was domestic violence, sexual abuse, and, and child abuse which is well
1: he got he got two out of three yeah two out of three there (laughs) um and then since then there's been another allegation made from another uh young female 17 year old from uh Dominican Republic yeah so the uh Dominican Republic uh authorities are now looking into this and doing their own investigation so yeah suffice to say um the rays yesterday kind of distanced themselves from franco because he's he was the face of their franchise and they started removing all of his banners his uh, they you know they had a wrap around the elevator they removed that um so it's not looking good there is um, a- <laughs> yeah so
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah just to just a add on On your so there's there's been like some back and forth like obviously there's Wander Franco supporters yeah and why wouldn't it be be kind of hard not to be because he's your he's your cornerstone of your franchise yeah um who said no if you look at her Instagram post and you can like she's got an Instagram page there's pictures of her and a young child who people are supposing that that was her 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 child picture of her sitting behind the wheel of a car so it's a little bit like see she's not. 14 she's 17 or 18 yeah. um, people people forget pretty quickly that you know it's easy to take pictures anywhere yeah it's <laughs> because you're sitting behind a wheel of a car doesn't mean you're actually driving it yeah. uh, and she even came out to say um that 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 the child in the pictures wasn't hers it's this other you other instagram influencer what's real what's not who knows but um, there was a tweet from—I don't have the name of the the source or the the, the reporter—but uh, basically, he said, from all accounts from his insiders, is that Juan or never playing major league baseball again.
1: Yeah, that's 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 pretty it's pretty telling, and uh, you got to feel bad for the Tampa Bay organization, Ray's... right? Oh, because. My gosh they were building their franchise around this kid they gave him a long contract extension lots it's of money
0: they traded willie adamas who is you know are still a, a good shortstop yeah um but i guess luckily for the rays at least there's they apparently they have another of course of course they do <laughs> <laughs> they have another uh, young shortstop uh, in the minors who's apparently almost as good as Wander Franco, or just as good as Wander Franco. So we'll see. I don't know how much that is conjecture, or how much that is just wishful yeah. thinking. Um, but yeah, that's the major story in baseball. It's kind of taken over everything. Yeah, and it was the, the Attorney General of the Dominican the Republic got involved with. He said, "There's there's more complaints." Yeah. So who knows where this is going to go, man? This is oh, good for the Jays
1: yeah because well so if you look at the rays um they've lost three of their starting pitchers yeah uh shane mcclanahan was the most recent one he's gonna have a season ending surgery yeah and um and now you've lost uh franco which was a big part of their their lineup i mean he was he was hitting what let's see here i got the stats he was hitting 281 23 doubles 17 home runs and 19 OPS 22 year old i mean he's he was a stud he is so that's that's a huge hit to their uh to their chances
0: they're they already slumping since their a crazy run at the start of the year so um who knows hopefully for the jays hopefully this right them back the a bit
1: they're only what like four games back five games back four
0: games back yeah so uh some other news around the league uh, there's a uh, a video going around of Tommy Pham having it out with a fan in yeah. San Diego, and somehow that
1: whole conversation turned into a, a race related thing. So,
0: yeah, I guess so. The conversation was a guy. Well, I guess Tommy Pham heard someone called him a piece of crap excrement. Yeah. yeah. And then he didn't appreciate that. Turned to someone and said, you called me that. And the guy's like, no, I didn't. Anyways, then it, then it turned into, well, you're the white man calling me a black guy. And, like, it was, it got really it got weird Yeah. pretty fast. Um, I mean, so, good thing the Jays didn't pick him up. That's a, yeah. That's a cancer in your clubhouse. Yeah. And the Yankees have lost nine games in a row. I think they're going to win tonight. I think I'm think, uh, pretty sure judges hit a grand slam in, in a home run, so – But uh, that's the nine-game losing streak was their first since 1982. That's
1: crazy, eh? Yeah. And they lost
0: 10 in a row. It would have been – if they lost – if they lose tonight, which I don't think they're close to losing, but if they lose tonight, it would be the first 10-game losing streak.
1: Since Woodrow Woodrow Wilson
0: era? Yeah, well, since they they call themselves the Yankees. Yeah. Because they changed their name from the Highlanders to the Yankees. Chicago White Sox made some news. Uh, they fired President Kenny Williams and GM Rick Rick Han. And they brought back uh, Tony LaRusa as a consultant. It's, it's like he's
1: <laughs> he's been reanimated again.
0: Was that serious? Was that was that a real thing? I don't know. Well, I just saw that. I thought was that was like, a joke. For real? Could, Could be it? real though. He looks like he's dying. Yeah. Like it looks like they just look like you know we Bernies and he looks like that. Yeah. Um. The Angels are desperate.
1: Well, did, did you hear that uh Otani was uh pulled from his start?
0: Today, yeah, after thirty-six pitches, yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't know why it though, do we? Uh,
1: they just said uh arm arm fatigue. Oh. his uh velocity was down uh by four miles per hour. He was averaging ninety-three miles an hour where he normally averages ninety-seven.
0: And that's where he... You- you know, come the season, are you willing to pony up? Yeah. You know, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars because eventually someone's got to give. I, yeah. I. It's great now, I, it's awesome to watch him pitch and hit, but eventually he's got to become one or the other because I don't think he can sustain. I mean, your body breaks down. Just ask Chris. Yeah. <laughs> How much your body can break down playing baseball? Um. Yeah the Angels are desperate, they called up Nolan Chenwell. Chen- Chanel? Does that make any sense? Yeah. S-C-H-A-N-U-L. They just they just uh drafted him what?
1: Like two weeks ago, three weeks. Two weeks, weeks
0: ago? ago? <laughs> <laughs> he was batting 375 in double A, so yeah. Ah, uh, throw here, him
1: to the fire. There you go. Yeah. Uh
0: Michael Renzen, pitch no hitter. That's a good pickup by the Phillies. Yeah. Since being picked up from the Phillies, he's uh, got a no-hitter. He's 2-0, got a 106 ERA, and uh, a .647 whip. And batters are batting 107 against him. Yeah, that's uh, that's lights out. Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer sends a deadline, 3-0, 180 ERA, 26 strikeouts, 20 innings pitched. Like, he's back to be a Max Scherzer. Yeah. Paul DeYoung at the deadline. Added (laughs) 0.068. With an on-base of 0.068. 44 at-bats, 18 strikeouts, three hits. Wow. Lucas Giolito went to the Angels from the White Sox. Since then, he's 1-3 with an 8-14 ERA. Some things just don't work out, right? Yeah, like Lance Lynn. Complete opposite. 3-0 with the Dodgers. Two ERA, twenty two strikeouts, eighteen innings pitched. Yeah. Jack Flaherty for the for the Orioles, who was supposed to, who was supposed to pitch tonight.
1: Yeah, he was supposed to. Uh
0: one and two with a seven oh seven ERA. Although he did beat the Jays. Yeah. And uh just the last one, Justin Verlander, since the deadline is two and one with a four fifty ERA. Doesn't look the same as he did last year. No. And that's it from around the league. Anything else? I have not need it.
1: No, I, I was just looking at the uh the the Blue Jays injuries. Yeah. because we kind of forgotten to mention that um Chad Green, who's still a Blue Jay, still hasn't made his uh his, he's still a blue jay, everybody. Still yeah. hasn't made his debut yet. Um, but he's looking to make back to back rehab appearances this weekend in triple A.
0: Yeah, for those who aren't aware, Chad Green got plunked in the head by a throw to second. Yeah. From his own catcher.
1: Yeah and back in the melon so (laughs) that that would be the only blue jay right now knock on wood yeah that is on the il that would be like part of the the big league club right um so that's that's good like that's one thing that the jays have been lucky with this year is the injury bug hasn't really hit them that hard
0: no yeah except for that you know the 10-day stint by bull um
1: and then danny jansen getting hit like 10 times and
0: in like two days yeah i don't know what it is with him lately man he's got a main in on his forearms yeah um yeah they, they have been lucky especially pitching rotation especially yeah um little blue. quick look sorry go ahead
1: yeah blue chips i, I actually found one okay yeah
0: well we haven't talked about yet
1: well, okay are we are we talking about it yeah let's do it yeah. all right so um our number seven. So they've reorganized all of the prospects, right? Because people have been moved around and stuff like that. And okay. got new, new, um, new draftees and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so number seven is Alan Roden. He's an outfielder and he's currently in double A. Alan Roden. Um, Alan Roden. Okay. And he is 23 years old and he is an on base machine right now. Really? So this year he's played both at Vancouver, single-A, and New Hampshire, double-A right now. Um, He's got a batting average of 321 and 316, respectively. And an on-base percentage of 437 and 436, respectively. That's ridiculous. And his OPS is sitting close to 900. So we're looking at somebody who's got a great eye. So... Essentially, what he's known for is his ability to just take control of the strike zone and just make pitchers work, which is something that we kind of need. I mean, that's basically what we, uh, we knew about uh, Davis Schneider when they brought him up was that he was somebody who can handle the strike zone. Um, looks like this kid might be uh, the next one up. He's an outfielder, which is good because we don't have a lot of outfield prospects.
0: That's uh yeah, that's a great, and it's a great point about, about Davis, Davis Schneider is that, uh, he's, he's got the power. I think we're, which I'm, I'm surprised he's not playing more often right now, at least DHing. Yeah. But maybe, I guess, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the manager. Um, so, yeah, so this kid cool.
1: here has got an ETA of 2024. So probably next year sometime. And I mean, that's. Probably going to come at a, a good time because we're going to lose um, Kiermaier, I'm guessing, in the off season.
0: Yeah, most likely, yeah.
1: And uh, that'll move Varsho over to to center and will probably give us an open outfield position. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. There's going to be – and that's one thing that I'm looking forward to next spring is there's going to be some actual position. Numbers. Competition,
0: Yeah. With Addison Barger and... uh,
1: Or Elvis Martinez. Elvis
0: Martinez. Depending
1: on what we do with Chapman, whether they they re-sign him or let him walk.
0: It'll be uh, David Schneider will be up there looking for a spot. Yeah. That's cool. i I never heard of him.
1: Neither have I until I I just looked through. I'm like, oh, that's a new name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, looking around the league, just quickly in the standings, you've got Baltimore leading the American League East. Yep. Seven and a half back. Uh, the Twins leading the uh, Central by four and a half. Texas leading the uh, West by a half a game over at Houston. They've Texas has kind of started slumping.
1: Yeah, they've uh, lost six in a row. Uh,
0: Atlanta hasn't given let up on the gas. They're four, thirteen games up on Philadelphia. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think everybody on their team has got over twenty home runs. Or yeah. close to it. <laughs> uh Milwaukee's leading the central. Three and a half up in Chicago. Yep. And the Dodgers, of course, are leading the uh, West. And the wild card, like, Arizona's now made a push for the wild card spot.
1: Yeah, right now there are yeah. four, no, three teams.
0: 3 three-way tie for the wild Card, last, last wild things. card spot. Yeah. And then Arizona's you got Miami on example. their heels
1: at one and a game one and a half back yeah
0: that's a great race
1: yeah and then, and then
0: the one we care about the most wild card in the american league jay's currently a half a game out of a wild card yeah Only one game and, behind houston
1: and seattle just can't seem to lose well they lost their last it's up one today
0: there. when they let's see did you watch how they lost in the australian's yeah throw out and uh pick off the one wrong yeah so the the jays need
1: to win this to be able to hopscotch them Oh, it'd be nice. Nice little rally. Be good right now. Yeah. So looking at the schedule ahead, um, the Blue Jays are approaching a soft spot in their schedule. Um, with so the first is the Cleveland Guardians, which I mean they're they're no slouches. They're they're no, a good team. They're fast and they have great pitching.
0: Yeah. They can't handle, they can't they have no power whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And then after that, it's that's when it gets really soft with the Nationals, and then the, uh,
0: the oh, Rockies
1: and the A's and Royals.
0: Yeah, that's that two-week stretch. There is you. We gotta yeah make up a lot of ground.
1: Yeah, they so, so like what basically happened was Seattle went on a tear and they won what like eight, nine in a row. Yeah, nine nine in a row. And. Um, and that's what the Jays need to do over that stretch. They they need to win, win, win. The Mariners this, you, have an easy schedule as well coming up. Yeah, out. I was going to say
0: they they're playing Kansas City and Oakland the next week. So yeah, and then the Mets. So yeah, they it's Oakland, they play Oakland again at the end of September.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, the Jays got to take care of their own business. That's all. Yeah. Like
1: so here's here's what worried me when I first saw the schedule is the end of the season was Boston, New York, Tampa Bay, New York, Tampa Bay. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, oh my goodness, they're gonna play in Tampa Bay, which is a house of horrors. And then New York has always played them tough. And they can't seem to win against Boston, like except the last series against them. Yeah. So it was always worrisome. I'm like, man, that last two weeks of the season is gonna be killer, but Hopefully, with the Yankees really slumping lately. And Boston really not picking things up too much, I'm hoping. And then, then of course, with the Rays losing all their players.
0: Yeah. There's there's an opportunity there for the Jays, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I think we're going to go enjoy the rest of the Jays game.
1: Yeah, still uh, 2-0.
0: End of the sixth. There we go. Here comes cue the comeback. Yeah. All right. Until next week or next week, probably next week.
1: Yeah. Probably next week. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, for myself, Mickey, my buddy, Ivan, have a good week, everybody. Have a great week, everybody.